previously on Live at 605. Who do you think is more famous, Ray Lamont Lantang or Ray Charles? Oh, fuck off. Did you're you only saying burp? that. Yeah, you're. <laughs> 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 now I got hiccups. Gotta do one, John. You better. I, I threw away my microphones that make me do the sting. You can use this one. No, because I use Audacity. Oh. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto, this is the last ever episode of Live at 605. What? Well, in the 605 studios. Oh, boy. We're moving next week. Yeah, we're moving on up. We're expanding now. Whoa. We're so successful. So successful. We get a whole room dedicated to a studio now. I, I wish we could... I wish we bought a house solely off of just the podcast. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> but a little bit more hard work and ingenuity. Is that the uh, right word? I think that's I think that's, sound, that's why not. But now we're back in the regular 605 studio, and, and it's so sad in here. Well, that's because we started emptying everything. We got rid of the rug yesterday. Uh, all the posters. The posters. All, I mean... Everything that makes the 605 studio warm and inviting it's no longer that even the 605 plaque we got rid of that we moved it to Jeez the new Louise. house but we have to because we're moving in less than a week we're moving oh, on, sa- on saturday the 9th so if anyone wants to help us <laughs> just fire off a, a, a tweet a tweet at live at 605 mm-hmm. we're doing the last episode so we thought it would only be right to make this episode all about 605 memories over the last eight years i guess yeah we've been here but yes I was going to say, it's one of those things where I almost feel like we need a carousel gallery of like the best of, of like parties, everything, because there's been so many. You've been in this building longer than I have. 12 years. But I feel like we've seen and hosted some epic parties, some crazy shits happen. We've had like obviously insane run-ins. Yeah. Um, It's definitely our formative years have been here. Definitely where we spent our 20s. Yeah. But why don't you give out your contact information so everyone can see how they can holler at you and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so if you want to check out some of the cool shit we've been up to, as well as check out a picture from the anniversary no. of me breaking my fucking teeth, which happened yesterday. Uh, it's Protesting. Val, it's ValGomez23 on Instagram and Twitter. I protested that post. Oh, I refused boy. to like or comment on it oh, because it makes me far too sad. And you keep trying to get me to post all these pictures of you yeah. from your incident. And I said, hell no, I'm not doing it. Dude, you, you got to know <clears throat> how to bait people. That's true. <laughs> but you can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malin Camp. And then follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Just search live at 605. And you got to admit, the shit we're posting on the 605 pages is on fleek. Well, maybe this brings us to our super fans of the week. You have a super fan? We have cities. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 super fan. That's it on fleek. That's right. I forgot about that. I was about to say, so this past week was what? Game seven of the World Series? Yeah, it was like game five, six, and seven of uh, the 2019 World Series. And so it had Houston Astros. Yes. And Washington Washington Nationals. Nationals, Who used to be the Montreal Montreal Expos. And so this week... We were like, okay, what's going on? Obviously, we just had um, the amazing episode from last week was he can't spell Gomez without the word go. Yeah. Right? 
And then um, we actually had Sean and Tesla came over to watch Game 7 Oh, yeah, of that's the right. Game. True that. I was like, there's a dog. I know. We also have Lobby Watch on. We oh, were saying it's Lord. only fitting that this is our last episode here. We can watch Lobby Watch to see if there's any crazy characters. Yeah. And we just saw, oh, you got to write down Jason. Jason. Sorry. We, we made a list of all these crazy experiences. And that guy looked like Jason. Oh, Lord. So you just Jason. write down Jason. But... Jason. Oh, um, but one of the things for the super fan is that um, during the World Series week, we had an, an insane amount of downloads, probably like five times how many we usually get, like yeah. 3,000 in like in, a day. Yeah, in which was two specific cities, though. Washington and, and Houston. Houston. And they so, went absolutely ham. Yeah, so I don't know what it is about those two baseball cities, but yeah, they were bringing the love to Live at 605 hard. I, I can't tell if you made a video and played it on the Jumbotrons there, because <laughs> I don't know what you're up to well, sometimes. I did spend some time in D.C., and I obviously have posted pictures, but those episodes were earlier in Live at 605 season 18. Yeah. So it is crazy banana pants that this had actually happened, but I'm like, yo, We'll take it. Yeah, so if anyone in Washington or Houston, they want to tell us how they discover the podcast. We'll take it. Yeah. Oh, cat lady. We're see- like, we're seeing oh everyone. Oh, my God. Oh, Cat Lord. lady. I will not miss the awkward interactions I have with <laughs> yeah. her. I just want to ask her, are you 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, or 70 years old? Oh, she's 100% in her late 40s. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But anyways. Uh, that yeah. is the super fans of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 super fan. That's it, I feel like we got a lot to get into, so I don't really have any sponsorships this week. Well, one of the things that people have been asking us, fans of the podcast, is if we're moving out of the live at 605 studios into yeah. a new address, will we uh, still be live at 605? Right. I think we mentioned this before. You can't change a brand. You can't, no. Right? Even though the numbers change, they're all in there. Yeah, so. what are we gonna, we're not... And we're definitely, I feel like there's some early episodes where my dad would be like, I feel like you're giving out your house info way too much, like your apartment. Yeah. Like the first few seasons, it's just like, oh, I feel like you gave out your buzzer code and like <laughs> this and that. Like, the oh, you know, fine. the parking spot, you know, we're going to be out of the apartment from eight until about five in the afternoon. So if you guys want to come in, we'll leave the door unlocked. So mm-hmm. definitely not going to give out any information yeah. about this new house. So I think the, um, what you would call the best way to start this podcast is actually because you have lived here longer than I have. What was your first day like moving in here? Because I know we have an episode That's about like question. first apartments yeah. and everything, but I want to kind of understand just like if people are jumping in cold into season 18, what was your first experience like coming in here, this building? Uh, well, I definitely, uh, before I was 605, I was 201. Woo! In a little bachelor apartment about the size of this living room, if not smaller. Okay. And I definitely, I've only really moved a few times. I've had the easiest moves ever. Only three people. Mm-hmm. I gotta get more comfortable. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I can move my feet. Too. Yeah, I gotta. Ugh. Here. I gotta get comfortable if you want me to say some old wise tales. <laughs> only, old wives tales. Uh, you're an old wives. <laughs> Only three people moved me in. This is crazy. Moving into 201 and 605, I only I had no more than three people helping me. Yeah. When I moved into 201, I was working in the Much Music building. To anyone familiar with tr- Toronto, in my, Canada, Much Music's yeah. Canadian. My dad picked me up at the corner of Queen and John in his rental van that consisted <laughs> of a bed, 
that leather couch oh, and nice. a couple boxes Jesus. and it's in a little little square uh, tube TV. So basically, my dad, myself, and Dan oh, moved no me into apartment 201. Okay. And I remember the first day I moved in, the person who lived next to me before it was Jungle Beats was this really old guy. Ugh. And he was just like, if you need me to show you around or tell you any tips, I'm like, okay, cool. But I remember... Can you not talk to strangers that so are that old? He was just like, you should come over and see my apartment. And like two days later, I went over to his apartment. Was he dead? No, he no. He knocked on my door to invite me over, oh, yeah. but then a week later, I think he did die. That's so sad. I never saw him after like that initial Maybe thing. Maybe he's the ghost Frank. Maybe he's Frankie. He was a nice guy. He was just super old. But I remember being super excited once my <laughs> once my dad and Dan left. Yeah. Only because I'm like, wow, I just went from living at home for 18 years to living in residence with guys who puke on their computer and can't <laughs> hold their liquor. To living upstairs with some old woman who smoked all day. To living in the basement with my Aunt Jay and Uncle Tom. Uh-huh. To now finally having my own apartment downtown Toronto. It was like the coolest thing ever. And I couldn't just wait for like them to leave and be like, oh, sweet. Oh, this is so cool. I have like a 12-pack of like Coke on the fridge. Like I get to have my warm <laughs> soda. Oh, I'm by myself. I'm going to order a pizza. I'm going to repeat the pizza. <laughs> so I just remember like having a great sense of independence that I really really yeah. enjoyed so that's it that's pretty cool and then like I guess like I met you in that apartment yeah right and so to me it was also like obviously we've spoken about this go back and listen to I guess like relationships relationships one two and three um because that's how we got together and that is the best preemptor to wedding 605 wedding one two and three well everything's in threes yeah buddy it's the rules of threes absolutely so. And so this is where I would say your apartment was super cute, super fun and everything. Just a little bachelor. Just a little bachelor, but it was totally fine for us. But then I remember when we were looking to move in together, we Hmm. had looked at like 16 other units in other buildings across like the downtown core before we even thought to actually ask for a two bedroom in in this building. Yeah. And so we got the two bedroom. I will say like now that I look at it in pictures from over the years, we've filled it up so well and like made it so unique to us i think it's like oh it'll be sad like i remember first getting in here and painting all the walls (laughs) yeah the first weekend first weekend and then like doing the stripes on the walls and everything and so like we've just made it so fun and inviting and warm and like obviously we have like a lot of hand-me-downs but then we bought a lot of stuff ourselves now um so it's just like whoa i can't believe we've been here like seven plus years yeah i was gonna say do you what's your first memory of moving in 605 um, or what were your feelings or <laughs> i guess you kind of answered some of them just now but was yeah. there like a specific vibe i think it was like this apartment reminded me a little bit of the apartment i had in fourth year of my undergrad with kathleen my roommate through raw meat at your face yep (laughs) (laughs) go back and listen to roommate hate oh yeah (laughs) no that got banned from itunes so now it's just bad roommates yeah the original title is roommate hate um what you call it but yeah so she was a good roommate up until that point but this place reminded me of that because it's like one like it's it's a pretty big apartment like i remember when we first moved in here sean was like oh you can fit like 20 larger humans on the balcony (laughs) i'm politically correct (laughs) of you i try and then um what you call it i also feel like because we were one of our first like friends to get like an apartment 
this big downtown, it became yeah. like the hangout place, For sure. um, which is obviously a precursor to all the stories we'll tell later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I absolutely loved it. And it, it is quite sad to leave this place. I am like, super excited about the new 605, but sad to leave the old one. Yeah. And then do you remember how many people helped move us into 605? Sean. That's it. It's just us three. Yeah. And we did it in like three hours. We were done before noon. I know. Yo, that's like hardcore. We were having beers like on the balcony, I think, because we were done so quickly. Look how efficient we are. Of course we are. We do do our shit's always on fleek. (laughs) So I feel like, why don't we just get into some of this bullshit? Like, what do you want to start with? So do you want to do, I'm trying to think, like most interesting run-ins could probably go first. Sure. Okay. So... Do you want to do Jungle Beats? Because there's part uh, one, part two. So yeah. So what? What's this category for everyone? So this then? is just. So don't forget, there's biggest arguments, and Jungle Beats is on there. Okay, so now yeah, this yeah, is yeah. just most interesting run-ins. Who is Jungle Beats? <laughs> so Jungle Beats isn't technically a 605 memory. It is a 201 memory. So <laughs> when I lived in The Bachelor, like I said, there was an old guy who lived next to me for about a week, and then I guess he croaked. Yeah. Sorry. But, um, and then all of a sudden, this guy moved in next to me, and you know who he looked like? Mm-hmm. Jason Spezza, your former Ottawa uh, senator. Senators. I guess you're Toronto Maple Leaf Look. now. Mm-hmm. So he looked, he looked like J- Jason Spezza, didn't he? Yeah. Okay, that's not just me. So he came in, and you could tell this guy was like some Bay Street dick bag just by like (laughs) the way he dressed and his whole attitude he also listened to like intense electronica yeah so i so again because i was in the bachelor i I was gonna say my bedroom i had no bedroom i just had a bed (laughs) and my bed faced the wall that centered his living room and he used to listen to like electronica music at all hours of the day but then all of a sudden like he started listening to like jungle beats music and it was just like mm-ch, mm-ch, ah, mm-ch, mm-ch, ah, ah. i will attest to that that story is 100 percent true and so that's why we started calling them jungle beats because i'd be like god damn it jungle beats we gotta go sleep in your your apartment and so but one of my favorite memories was he had a girlfriend who lived with him at the time and i used to always hear them arguing in yeah. between and she just like belittled this guy so much <laughs> She would say stuff like, you're not a fucking man. You're a little boy. And his comeback, which I will never forget, was, I am a man. I do your taxes. And she's like, you're not a man. You don't choose which restaurants we go to. I'm like, oh, my God. I guess that is the scale to understand if you're dating a man or not. Yeah. So there would be stuff like that, which would always like kind of make me laugh. But then I did get into an altercation with this guy, which yeah. we will save for later on. So Ooh. that's that's Jungle Beats. And he's still here to this day. He now dates someone new who um, seems like subservient. Yeah, Is that the right that, word? I think so. I think um, he went from, he's now the dom, and he went from submissive to dom, dominant. <laughs> so, I love that you've actually labeled these people. And I, I see him all the time in the laundry room, and I think he still remembers me because I had to bust his ass one day, but we're oh, going to yeah. that. I told you this. It's like we have all these characters we <laughs> identify in this building. Yes. However, you know for whatever reason, somebody has a label for us. Oh, of course. Right? I wonder what it is. Yeah, so who's next on the list? So the next one is Cat Lady. Oh. <laughs> who we just saw so we just on saw, Bobby Watch. So again, Cat Lady, who... Uh, Did she always live across from you? She has always lived on the second floor. She is another 201 memory. And she is this lady who is older. Again, I didn't know if she was 30 at the time, 40 or 50. Mm-hmm. She had like librarian glasses, but long hair with always in pigtails, right? Pigtails. Pigtails. Is yeah. pigtails? Pigtails. And she would ride her bike. Always rode her bike. Is there something weird about a, a, 
a person who's over the age of five years old who wears pigtails. Yes. Right? And they're not even, like, good braids. Right? Like, they're not, like, what are those wrestling braids the Kardashians made famous recently? They're, like, literally, like, kids braided braided pigtails. But I think the one thing that frustrated me, much like fucking Daisy the dog, is that she, when you and I started dating, and I'd come over to your place, her cats would be out in the hallway. Yeah, she just let them roam the hallway. Roam the hallway. But then she'd also leave her kitty litter Oh, hey, she would. She'd leave in the hallway. I'm like, just take your kitty litter inside. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? But then she was always on to us. She was. Right? And she always enjoyed saying hi to us and yeah. talking to us. And you and I weren't having it. No. Right? But now it was like, she when we when you moved out of 201, yeah. she, I think she was so upset. But I then think so. When we came back in the other way, she's like, oh, I thought you guys had left. Yeah. And we're like, oh, no. She just moved just- into a two-bedroom. Yeah. I think she's just like, oh, a two-bedroom. So now it's always awkward because she always has a bike. She always takes the elevator with the bike. Yeah, but she's only going to the second floor. Yeah, I know. And so it's always like you just have weird conversations with her sometimes. Yeah. She's a very nice lady. Yeah. And one time before I knew you. She likes us a lot. She does. Before I knew who you were, back when I used to hang out at Club 808 with Sean and Dan, Mm -hmm. I met a girl who was friends with Sean and Dan who used to live on the second floor. And like, oh, cat lady, because I didn't know what her name was. Oh, her name's like, I I don't know what it is. It's like Melanie or something like that. She's like, yeah, I used to always go over to her house with her. I'm like, uh, she's just Cat Lady. Nope. Okay. So that's Cat Lady and Jungle Beats. And then Super Douche. Oh, Super Douche. Super This is douche. a 605 memory for sure. 100%. Super Douche is probably like Maybe legend. my favorite neighbor ever. 100%. She is Super Douche because she did have on her door a plaque that said Super Douche. But I can't remember if it's because we were on our balcony. I can't remember if we were on our balcony once, drunk talking, like at a party, being like, oh my God, our neighbors are such super douches. I don't think that's what it was. I don't think so, because then she was really nice to us. She was. So people would always, they were, it was like this one woman, probably around our age, mid to late 20s, and then she had just like a bunch of guys who stayed there. (laughs) But they partied all the time. Yeah. Which and is not so different than us, to be honest. No, but no, but they partied all the time. Yeah. And one time we were having a party. And See? <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, she had already had written. So on her door, she like laminated the word super douche. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find the picture and I'll post it. And one time we're having a party and I'm on the balcony and she leans over her balcony and she's like, oh, hey, I just want to. We never really talked more than like, hey, how's it going no. in the hallway? She's like, I just want to say, if we're ever too loud, please let us know. Like, please don't ever call the super or security. I'm like, oh, we I, we don't do that. She's like, because someone calls the security on us all the time. It's like, definitely not us. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's not us. I'm like, we're having a party right now. And we're talking, we're talking. She's like, oh, a bird just shit on me. <laughs> I'm like, what? And then she just kept talking. So she's like, yeah, again, please. Like, if we're ever too loud, just let me know. Don't call security. As, like, bird shit stripping on her head and her arm. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> it was, like, the funniest thing ever. And then the other funny one with Super Dude was, like, it was, like, one in the oh, morning. Yeah, yeah. We're literally watching TV. <laughs> and then it's, like, whatever. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, John, I think somebody's in the hallway. Yeah. Like, oh. banging on our door. Yeah. But then I realized we both go look through the people. And Super Dude Super is douche. literally building and yeah. disassembling a table. With like <laughs> drill, <laughs> hammer, one in the morning, one in the morning on like a with, Wednesday. On a Wednesday with her friends, and we're like, "What the fuck are you?" I kind of respected her though. So I'm like, "That's ballsy." Yeah. Then I was like, "Yo, Super Douche is so chill." Like, out of all our neighbors yeah. in that place, I will say she like was she was awesome. probably the best. Then, well, don't you remember like us. 
the Rastas who we who your dad ended up talking to oh, about yeah. ganja. <laughs> so like, like I think it was like four guys who just like smoked weed all day on the balcony. Yeah. And then we didn't see him for three months. We're like, I think they went to Colombia to buy some, like, or Colombian. Or evicted. Or evicted. And then they just showed up one day. Yeah. And don't you remember one time, a guy was just outside on his computer sitting in the yeah. hallway. He's like, oh, my friends locked me out. <laughs> what? I'm like, oh. Now we have Gremlin. And then, so that turned into Gremlin. Yeah. Who basically, it's this younger guy and his girlfriend who on the Facebook. <laughs> well, they don't know that we're talking about yeah. them. Yeah. They can't hear us. They're too stoned anyways. <laughs> it's just these two people, probably early 20s. They're in this. There's a Facebook group for this whole building. And I found them on there and I stalked them. And what do you think his job is? I can't even tell. He's a gremlin. So what's... Garbage? No. <laughs> <laughs> what did Ferris's all old boyfriends oh, used to do? Construction worker. Yeah. So anyways... He's, okay, go. Because we're not bad about the construction workers. No. He's just dirty. He's just dirty. He has gremlin uh, uh, snaggle teeth. He dresses like a hip-hop guy from, like, 2003. No, the point is he doesn't wear shoes. He doesn't wear shoes? No, he would go downstairs to the laundry room and also not wear shoes. Uh, That's why I started calling him Gremlin. I call him Gremlin because of his teeth. He looks dirty. He's also an idiot because his front door, you know what it says? (laughs) I don't care. We're moving out. It says, don't forget to pull your key out of the lock. This fucking guy leaves his key in the lock all the time. It's so bad. So he's a gremlin douchebag. However, I think there's three people living there now. Really? Because I have the same exit time in the morning as one of the girls with curly hair. Huh. And then there's, when I was coming home one day, there was another girl coming through, and I haven't seen Gremlin, so... Oh, Gremlin. Okay, next on he the also, list. Sorry, him, he's the kind of guy that leaves a cigarette or a spliff in his ear. Oh, yeah, that so was So I've seen him do that as well, so fuck that guy. Okay, then another interesting run-in is a dude with dreadlocks who's <laughs> always doing laundry. I kind of love this guy, though. No, this guy, one, he's always in an extra... He's so skinny. Yeah, super skinny. Super skinny, but he's always in an extra large gray t-shirt and he always has like gray sweatpants or like blue sweatpants blue sweatpants ba- way too baggy way too baggy but he is like i kid you not doing laundry four every, times a week every single time we see him he totally. has long dreadlocks he always has a laundry bag or he's in the laundry room i've never we've never not seen him mm-hmm. in a jacket in shorts and a button-up totally. he always is doing laundry it's so so fucking weird i kind of i kind of like that guy though yeah i do like we have no problems no with no that. no that guy like, like how much laundry do you have? Yeah. Right? So that was a bit bizarre. Um, another weird run-in was the dude, remember we were getting in the elevator and it was a guy with a parrot on his Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, get me the get me fuck the... out of here. Yeah, parrot guy. He had a parrot on his shoulder yeah. and a dog on a leash. Yeah, and the and... parrot was on had no leash or any string or anything, I don't think. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy was hilarious. I did not like that guy. I did not I like that guy. guy. And then finally, the creepiest... I mean, I'm sorry, I was going to say, there was that two-year stint of just all the homeless people. Oh, <laughs> just There was, yeah, the homeless guy in the stairwell one time. Yeah. Um, Who had, like, a bike in, like, a shanty town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then there was the other chick who was talking to you in the lobby. Which one was that? Remember in the vestibule where that guy's standing right now? Yeah. And she was like, can I have a paper? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the Globe and Mail. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I then, forgot about that piece. Then there was the other one, who the crazy person on Matt's floor, yeah. right? Who, like, some guy OD'd, and then yeah. she went knocking on all <laughs> yeah. the doors. And we're like, uh, where the fuck are we? Yeah. Um, it's gotten better since then. It's definitely but... gotten better with the landscaping. Yeah. Um, who else do you have? So the last one is Jason. Oh, 
Jason. Jason. So Jason is probably a sponsorship of the week from like season 16, I probably want to say. 15, 16. Yeah, for sure. So he is the infamous person who when John and I went to Urban Barn on Queen Street, Mm. we ended up buying, um, because John never has opinion about furniture, but had this affinity about this uh, coffee table mm. right and so we're like we got to get this coffee table in addition to this new like statement chair mm. for the family room and so jason was the sales associate quote-unquote manager yeah who was helping us with this purchase crazy hair crazy hair crazy skinny jeans yeah um super lovely that day at the time at the time super lovely very like knowledgeable very um what you would call it accommodating because we had a lot of questions but then we also didn't have a lot of questions he just spent a lot of time searching for things yeah. and then basically he's well wait wait then when he's like okay so you guys want this delivered right we're like yes he's like, okay give me your address give him his ad our address he's like oh my god this, i live in this building yeah like oh that's cool he's like yeah i moved in like five six months ago i'm mm-hmm. like oh that's great i'm like maybe we'll see you around and then literally the day the next day we actually saw him in the hallway yeah. waiting for the other, like, oh, hey, man, like, yeah. so thanks for helping us out again. This was really great. We can't wait to get our furniture. So those were the two positive days with Jason. Yeah. Then we had, a, a, like, a crazy run of events where basically Jason undersold yeah. for a lower price the chair, right? Well, and, and he showed us the wrong chair. The wrong chair. And so I was, like, calling the shipper. I'm like, and where the fuck? Because we got the table. I'm like, where the fuck is the chair? Yeah, and the and, chair, he's like, oh, it should be ready and like, a month and a half, six weeks, we call him. It's still it's like, that oh. That dog's not on a leash. No, I know. He's like, we call the manufacturer. Like, oh, no, this chair is like out of service. Like, there's not even, we don't even have this chair. And You're I like, was what? like, you got to be fucking kidding me. So I basically like bitched out Jason yeah. um, hardcore in an email and then a phone no, call. then you called him. Called and- him and bitched about. And like, I think my favorite line of this, he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm new to the store. I'm like, okay, well, you're not, not new, new to, to reading. reading. So, <laughs> and I was Because like, he basically, he, he, he sold us the wrong chair. Yeah. And it's like, what we had waited two months for was yeah. ready the whole time. So basically, this is where I would say, if you want something and people screw up, make sure you fight for it. Because we basically got this chair $350 cheaper yeah. than it was. Yeah, but then um, we would see him randomly and like mm-hmm. he would put his head down when he would see us because you called him out <laughs> on some bullshit. All right, next chapter. What else do we got there? So do you want to do craziest parking lot experiences? Yeah, let's bang that one out. So I totally forgot one. Oh, but really? Do you remember that time we were walking through the parking lot to go back to like into the elevator area and there was a guy in the dumpster? <laughs> Well, there's a, was, there, was there a couple times? Yeah. There was a few times. So there, my favorite time was when I uh, went downstairs with a bunch of boxes, and I go to throw them out in the dumpster. <laughs> and just as I do, this guy pops out of the dumpster, and we scare each other. We're both like, ah! <laughs> and the guy's like, ah, just leave your boxes there. I'll throw them in for you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but we're like, we both scared the shit out of each other, which made me laugh. I was like, ah! <laughs> so, but he was friendly. He was He's just a so friendly, friendly hobo. There's another one. Yeah, there was one time where we were just walking back to yeah, the elevator right. doors, and I'm like, what's that fucking sound? And then all of a sudden, a gu- fucking guy yeah. was like literally ass first coming out of yeah, the dumpster. That's right. I'm like, this place is so fucking shady. <laughs> okay, so then. <laughs> that was the era of the homeless people 100%. in the stairwells. Um, and then. So there's that. And then the two car crazy moments. Oh, yeah. One obviously more famous than the other. Yeah. But this is one. Oh, you know what it was also? What? The Tesla. 
Remember, you always used to piss, like, get angry. At oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. there's yeah. two cars that were in the parking lot for the longest time that always made John and I feel a sense of, like, normalcy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If, and, if we saw that car, they would be like, everything's huh. going to be okay in the world. So, one of the cars was, although one of the cars we called Old Faithful. Old Faithful. So, it was basically this rusted old like, like light blue Buick. Yeah, exactly. From, from like, like the seventies. But that, the funny thing with it was that it had one of those crowbar. Oh yeah, like the that you put on the steering wheel, so, no, so nobody can steal it. But it looked like it hadn't been driven oh, in years. It hadn't moved in years. It was covered in dirt and, and sud, soot, and yeah, it had the, the the what was that? Is it called the crow or the bar or yeah. the arm or something like that? Yeah. Like old faithful. Like you're not going anywhere. <laughs> So this car hasn't moved in possibly seven it's years. It's still there. It's, it, I, we should take a picture of it. Which is hilarious to me that it's never gotten a ticket, yet we got a ticket somehow in our own space. <laughs> well, we only have to wait another 340 days to find yeah. out if we have to pay that ticket. So the other car <laughs> that we were always like, man, as soon as we moved into our new parking spot, we, it wasn't oh so much God. a sense of normalcy, but yeah. we got so used to seeing it. Yeah. And, but then John had just this like visceral reaction yeah. to it all the time. There was this Tesla from mm. Pennsylvania. Yeah, the license plate said Pennsylvania, and it was like this really sleek, cool-looking, all-black, tinted windows. And every time we walked by, it's like, like, "What douchebag owns yeah. this car and lives here?" And I'd be like, "You think you're better than me? And huh? then you we, think you're better than me?" Then we Your finally saw, we saw the them. people, and we're like, "Yo, you think, you think you're, you're better than people? us? You're a lame, shitty version of us." Yeah, so it was an interracial couple. Yeah, but I remember the one time we were walking, and the <laughs> chick turned on the car. Yeah, and then her lights were so like she had her oh, blinders. Oh yeah, she blinded us. us, and we're like, like "You think you are better than us? We've been hit. We've been hit." So there's that one. And then the most famous oh parking lot God. experience was Ratmobile. A Ratmobile from this is probably last season. Yeah. And yeah, we of course get our car last year. We get our parking spot. And it's great. We're parked around the corner. And then we for a while we had to be relocated as I did like some cleaning. Mm-hmm. And as we're relocated, one day you're walking to the car by yourself earlier in the morning. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you see a bunch of rats on a car, <laughs> yeah. two car two spaces over from us. And you freak out, like, oh, my God, like, they're standing up, staring at me. Like, I think there's spiders and snakes. And as you get closer, it's literally rubber spiders, snakes, and rats. And, like, the shittiest part about this experience was that, like, the car moved with us into the new area yeah. at one point. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. So when we moved back to our real spot, the Ratmobile is literally parked next to us. Like, what the fuck? And then we look at the tag. It's tag next to us or so we're we we call the the property manager like can we please move back to a different to our original to our other yeah. spot we can't be next to this rat mobile it's just like drawing awkward attention but the weird it's thing disgusting was, it was right around halloween last year this happened because i was like oh maybe it's just for halloween no but then it was like way past halloween it was like literally near your bachelor party so like late november yeah and then all of a sudden i'm like the fucking rat the rat mobile is still here Okay. Oh, and then, sorry, the one other one, this happened two weeks ago, mm. was we were leaving, and this car kind of, it didn't cut us off in the underground, <gasps> but it, it yeah, kind of made a quick right, bag. and then so we're following it, because we had to leave the garage, and he here he is, he had to back into his spot, but you could tell he was trying to be all cool pants, and as he's backing up, he's trying to back in real quick, he slams into the back of a wall. <laughs> That was so And then he funny. like sheepishly like pulled in and like parked, <laughs> but he like smashed into the back of those of 
the wall. I'm like, oh my that god. That's so funny. So that that's that's a lot of car experiences. It's pretty good. Okay, do you want to do most unwanted party guests or craziest parties? Let's do let's stick with negatives. Let's do party guests. Okay. So Go actually, for it. yeah, we've obviously hosted a lot of legendary parties. Most of the legendary are the Halloween ones. Yeah. We've done I, your birthday, my birthday, yeah, and I will like I'll just say this again. Because we had a two bedroom Big. like big apartment we also like in our mid to late 20s for whatever reason we were like every day we were like guys we gotta have a party this weekend right and so like we would do pre-party hangs here but our pre-parties would almost turn into parties unto themselves to then go to the club mm-hmm. right like we'd go to clinton's or like dance cave or like some other one i can't remember where it was but supermarket. like supermarket there was another one i can't remember what it was not not a horse shoot no it's it like brunny and crock walk and stuff like quack walk um so having said that especially when i moved into blue ant right mm. um we'll talk about that later but it was like that group of friends combined with your group of friends combined with like my high school friends we would combined just like my one high school friend oh we basically would just throw parties every saturday or find reasons to throw parties but the most epic of them because both john and i love halloween would be our halloween parties well but i was going to say one thing the one thing i hated about parties was unwanted guests it's mm-hmm. one thing well, if, do you want to do that part oh, i thought we were doing oh, okay that. yeah or do you want to just do parties no no, no do unwanted guests so every party, someone would, if you ask, like, oh, can I bring my friend? I'd be like, yeah, you can ask, and then I'll say, yeah. But I hated people who would just bring people and wouldn't tell you. Or it would be someone you barely knew, and they would bring someone. So it would yeah. be like, there would always be four or five people who you didn't know in the apartment. I'm just like, never again will I allow that, especially in the new house. Um, okay, so unwanted party guests. Um, we've obviously had... <laughs> we'll continue well, this start one. start with a guy named Dr. Dick. So Dr. Dick... Yeah, when I he was friend was part of that group. Yeah. So I think his real name was Andrew. Well, yeah. So it was this Halloween party, and this guy shows up dressed in a doctor's costume, and he had like a goatee. And I'm like, Yo, are you? I think he was supposed to be Doctor Nick. Well, no, I asked him I'm like, Are you Doctor Nick from The Simpsons? Yeah. And he's like, No, I'm Doctor Dick. I was like, Huh? He's like, Oh, I'm just here to sling dick to women. <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> And he, like, wasn't, like, joking, like, oh, no, I'm actually Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. He's like, no, I'm Dr. Dick. Yeah. And then I proceed to somehow be, I'm like, okay, I don't want to talk to you at all. I don't even want you here. Yeah. Then on the balcony, this guy's just like, oh, I'm Dr. Dick. He's like, so when I'm banging three chicks at a time, I'm like, who are you? I can't remember if it was him or a different house party with a stranger. Somebody (laughs) came here, and one dude hit on me, and then one dude hit on Ferris. And then we're like, I, uh, both our boyfriends are here, and mine I live with here. It may have been Dr. Dick. Yeah, it I was very so. awkward. We're like, please leave. Yeah, so I'm okay. like, that guy's not allowed back ever. Okay. Then the next one, we're just going to call out. Yeah. So we love her, her and Colby, yeah. but you're Dena's friends. Oh, yeah. Right? It's they don't even, like me, apparently. They don't like me or John, but somehow they come. But not Shauna or Orly. This is very much like the Randoms. next tier of randoms who come to our apartment. Um, One time it was Christmas. It was your birthday. It's when we had the karaoke machine, and I was singing a song, and this random person I had never met before was just like, you're a really bad singer. You shouldn't be doing this. I was like, what? <laughs> this is my apartment. And she's like, oh, this is yours? She's like, I really don't like this apartment either. I was like, are you kidding me? And then I was like, I think it was Halloween one year. 
again, your dentist friends come and they're like, oh, they just landed from Jerusalem. Yeah, you're like, oh, where are you and guys had, from? That was the one that we had Hotline Bling on. Yes. Like on loop on the TV as we had like different, like John always makes the best playlist. And so I went to the karaoke machine to change the song and then she's like um can you play this rihanna song yeah and i'm like that already played i'm like who are oh, yeah. you sorry uh, yeah another friend she's like oh the music here sucks <laughs> and i'm like and then yeah there's these one two like two or three i think they're women i'm like oh so who are you or like oh i'm so and so i'm like where'd you guys come from I'm like oh we just got the plane from jerusalem i was like huh <laughs> like, yeah we just came from the airport i'm like like right now like yeah we literally just got the airplane i'm like who the hell are you? <laughs> then there was another stranger. Oh. Um, remember who like almost stole my jacket? Right? <laughs> Can you yell it? Who's this person? It was one of Matt's friends. No. You don't remember this? So I, Matt, who lives upstairs yeah. from us, invited two of his friends to come. And oh, then yes, yes, one of yes. them like almost took my jacket. And yeah. then you yelled at them. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's all these stranger dangers so trying to steal your shit and then the last one we have oh for God. unwanted party guests is the, the prostitute. prostitute i think it was a birthday i don't know if that one was halloween no it no that was that, that was your birthday it was yeah. the same night a random friend of ours accidentally exposed her breast <laughs> assist to everybody and as that was going on a friend who uh we do not see anymore because he's too intense may or may not have invited someone who may or may not have been a prostitute i'm gonna go with was a prostitute and then all i remember is catching them like full-on like we were like yo we see this dude all the time he's never had a girlfriend never no. like, spoken about like seeing anybody or like casual dating anyone all of a sudden i see them like full-on making out in our bedroom yeah. and i'm like please don't touch our bed yeah please don't like this is so weird yeah right so those were the most unwanted party guests i like that okay do you want to do Biggest arguments, craziest parties, biggest scares, first meetings, or life chapters. Let's stick with parties. Let's do it. Okay. So what do you got? So I think we can always just say Halloween here is probably the craziest parties. There's yeah, been they're like, the most legendary. They're the most legendary to the point where it's either like they started out as pre-parties or full-on blowouts here. Mm -hmm. And so... You and I have obviously gone as like interracial couples throughout the years. Oh, yeah. Right? We've done, or I've gone with Ferris as an interracial couple. So it was like, you and I have done, like, last year was obviously like Donald Trump, Kanye, Kanye West. West. We've done Samuel L. Jackson, John Travolta, <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Today's special. Today's special, which was pretty epic. Sharon D from Clueless. Clueless <clears throat> as well. But then you also went as Snoop, Snoop Lion, which was pretty good. I went as the Queen of Hearts yeah. from Alice in Wonderland, the Tim Burton one. And so, basically, um, again, the craziest Halloween was probably our last one because it was so epic. We mm -hmm. stopped having them yeah. at that point. And this was also where somebody went ass first into the TV. Yeah, I was like, You're, yeah, yeah, that right? happened as well. Which, and so, this was yeah. the one where we finally broke out the LCBO bag game, yeah. which was also where we first tesla first came out without sean right right and That's so true. this one yeah that game scared me because i'm like someone's gonna fall forward and break their teeth absolutely not we knew me, it was, yeah that not wouldn't me. happen so i think we had like 45 people yeah, in the apartment at insane. this point it was insane i'm so surprised you never got like crazy noise complaints. no <gasps> we did that wasn't the Halloween that Alistair stole the plant, was it? No, that was a different one. <laughs> that might have been also another fun yeah. memory where I had to go identify <laughs> Alistair yeah. in a picture at security. But, like, 
that Halloween party was so epic. What I always loved about Halloween parties was one, we'd make an insane amount of jello shots. Mm-hmm. We'd buy an insane amount of decorations. Yeah. Our place looked so pimped out. Yeah. Like, we was, always did a great job. There was other people who would try and host Halloween parties and like, this and that. The only one that came close was probably Maddie. Yeah, but not even her. I'm talking about, like, other people who used to hold, host stuff. And then people would be like, I'm not going to that. Like, everyone knows 605 throws yeah. the dopest Halloween parties. Absolutely. My other favorite memories from Halloween parties are, like, when Chris came and brought a crystal skull and mm. Kate came and brought a mini version yeah. of the crystal skull and Chris great. and the high school friends were going to go to the silver snail, but then came back here. It's like, why do you go to silver snail? Just stay here. And then Chris yeah. drank the entire crystal skull and then puked everywhere. Yeah. That was pretty crazy. Uh, that was the, also the same, um, what you call it? Halloween where Alan drank so much and ended up crying in our bathroom, yeah. which was awesome. And the same one that Sean stole Alan's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> on the way out that was pretty funny so that one was pretty funny um what you can call it but we also did the 605 halloween podcast oh yeah that was we had like 10 different people in the 605 studio mm-hmm. just podcasting you can listen to that that's like from three years ago it's called like i don't know 605 halloween podcast something like that but and I- that was a crazy that was just like we had uh dj mallon was mm-hmm. there we had uh, everyone we we're just telling like Crazy party and, stories. Yeah. yeah, that was a lot of fun doing that podcast. I think one of the other things that I love about um, the Halloween parties is, yeah, like we mentioned, like Tesla first came to the party by herself. Mm. We also met Carolyn, yeah. right? DJ Mallon's lovely wife. wife. Um, Joanna yeah. in the wedding party Pineapple. as well. She had like the best costumes ever, right? Yeah, and so really like good. this was also where we used to formally, Dan used to come out and party yeah. in the craziest penguin, oh, costume, penguin costume or the Oscar the Grouch and come over with a 2-4. No, no, a 2-8. Oh my a God. A 28-pack. <laughs> That's four more beers. <laughs> Literally get annihilated. <laughs> and then we'd go to like supermarket. Yeah. Like, destroy that destroy place. Destroy that place. And so those were like honestly some of the those best. Those were your 20s. Those were 20s. You guys got to do this shit. We had disposable income and how. Yeah. So those were so fun because I also just remember like my other favorite memories of those things were like John in his 20s was like a drinking fool. Yeah. To the point sure. where it would be like we'd literally party till like 4 to 5 a.m. Yeah. Then wake up and oh. rally with everyone to go out for brunch. No, I couldn't do that. And you would never come with I had the us. worst hang- I'm like, I, one time we tried to go to Franz and I went there. I'm like, I'll have a stick of bacon, but please, why do I have to be here right now? I'm dead to the world. So Get me like out of here. Sean, Maddie, Ferris, yeah. me, Dan, everybody would go for breakfast. And they're I'm like, like, how are you guys doing this? <laughs> Look, where's John? Yeah. Um, my other favorite bash we had here, and it was only because you barely like lasted till like oh, 1030. Boy. I don't even know what the fuck you drank. It was my birthday. But it was John's birthday bash to the point where I made like a giant cut out of sometimes his head. Sometimes I go hard. Yeah, sometimes you go hard. Um, what you going to call it? But basically, it was like Johnapalooza. Well, you know why I, I drank a lot that night? Mm. Was because you're like, oh, we have all these instruments. Hey, 15 friends, come in the music room. <laughs> and let's play the drums and play a lot of music. So I'm like, well, I'm drinking my ass off tonight. Fuck because, you. No, it's That's true. not true. Well, it was also my birthday and people are like, here are some jello shots. But... I passed out and vaguely remember waking up to uh, Sean spooning me. I'm like, now this this ain't a fantasy that I was talking about. This is a nightmare. Yeah. You were the little spoon in that one, though, right? Oh, yeah. He's he's a lot taller. Um, And then this is where, um, what you're going to call it, it was also the era of, like, me at Blue End, we said earlier. And Mm. so, like, we just had, like, 
an insane amount of parties like st patrick's day we would throw them like yeah. obviously halloween any saturday birthdays. birthdays for both of us but then we also did things like man there's nothing happening in february what should we do let's throw a fake bachelorette party right for maddie we nominated her yeah and then we literally had a pre-party here and then went to crock rock and just got a ton of free shit but again it would be all of our friends from mm -hmm. different groups of like groups would just come out and party with us so it was like so much fun but also you want to know how legendary our halloween parties were mm. they're so legendary that pop's mound was like i have to come to one of these parties <laughs> and there was one year when him and my mom were down they're staying with aunt jay and my dad's just like i'm going to this party and my mom's like don't go like they don't want <laughs> you there i think i did jello shots with him so then my dad shows up in his fedora at a halloween party and he comes in I think that was the first, that may have been, was it the first or second year we met Carolyn? Because I remember DJ Mallon yeah. was here. And then my dad comes in and you guys are doing, he's like, I got to do jello shots. I think he's like, I got to smoke cigars in the balcony. And I got to talk to Super Douche. I think I talked to Super <laughs> Douche. And so my dad, here he is just here, fedora on, leather jacket, drinking a beer, doing jello shots. So that was pretty fun. I think my mom was upset. Like, these kids don't want you there. <laughs> but it, it was super fun. And there's Absolutely. a picture. Because I remember me, DJ Malin, mm -hmm. and my... Oh, yeah. It's, that was when I was werewolf bar mitzvah. Yeah. So there's a picture with my dad, which was quite funny. So that, that was how legendary those parties were. Um, okay. He was an unwanted guest, but he was a good guest. Absolutely. Not unwanted, but unknown. So I feel like we did first meetings at the same time. Yeah, so I can bang that shit out real quick. Bang that shit out. <laughs> do you want to do... Okay, maybe as a... I don't even know what this one says. Which one? Biggest, oh, my. Scarce? So as a product of having so many parties, we obviously feel like, you know, our doors are open sometimes. Mm. People may have lied down on our bed. Yeah. Crazy people like prostitutes come over. So we also have had in 605 the biggest scares. And I, this is where I will say, though. In the 12 years I've been in this building, we've had a couple little things. But again, living downtown, there's obviously you're in a building. There's going to be certain things running around. But Overall, this place is super clean, but just like any house or any apartment, you might get a certain bug or a scare or something. Like a fucking spider that jumped on my arm three weeks ago. It's horrifying. Basically, that John guy. And I just found out yesterday you're not afraid of cobwebs either. No! Spiders yeah. make cobwebs. Yes. Oh, you don't have the hick. Oh, wait, can I just say the one funny thing? What? Last night when we were in bed, mm. and you're just like, uh, come to bed i'm like no i gotta go watch tv and you're like what are you gonna watch i'm like oh i'm watching this show called the devil you know <laughs> like oh that sounds so scary like, no, it's about this guy named pazuzu i'm like oh it's just this guy who like <laughs> gave me hiccups has like face tattoos and like he just like worshiped the devil and then killed and ate some people in his house but i'm like don't worry he's dead he like filed his teeth down to fangs and gnawed his arm off and died of Blood. Can you not watch these most the like, ter terrifying fucking shows? <laughs> right? It's like, oh my god. But then you gave me hiccups. Yeah. From laughing so hard. Anyway, sorry. I don't okay. know why I got onto that. So, the one of the scariest things that happened. <laughs> not Pazuzu. Not Pazuzu. That happened in our place. There was one day, I was lying on our couch in the family room. John was lying on his couch. Oh, yeah. And I literally turned my head to the side. And I'm like, yo, I think I saw something. Some Right? But then I'm like, okay, I didn't see anything. It's mm. totally fine. Then I'm like, okay. I go into the bedroom yeah. and I'm lying in, or I'm reading in bed. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, I yeah. see something run across, scurry. scurry across the hallway. I'm like, 
John, we have a fucking mouse in the apartment, right? And you're like, what? And I'm like, oh my God, I just saw it. And I think I burst into tears, right? And got so terrified. So then you finally got these like crazy good mouse traps. And so you found it, right? And that was one. But then we had two. There's two. Right? And then you found the hole. Yeah, there was a hole in, in the, the in the bathroom. In the bathroom sink, so we got that patched up and like on underneath the sink in the like where yeah. the wood thing is. Oh, there was um there was a mouse in my two hundred one apartment. I never told you about. I don't want to know. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think it was a mouse. Ew! Was yep. it a rat? I'm pretty sure because Can you I never told me? you this story. Can you not? Don't pinch me. This story is hilarious. So this again, I had just moved into the apartment. I only saw. Once, but it was there for about a week. I used to leave pizza boxes on my oven just because I just wouldn't toss it. And all of a sudden, I, all, all I heard was just like, I heard this. Like, I, no, sorry, I, I heard something gnawing away at cardboard. Like, what the fuck is that? I walk in, I see this big brown thing on my pizza box, and I'm just like, nope. And again, I'm in a bachelor, so I go and jumped on my bed, and I put on long johns and tucked my socks into my long johns. And cried myself to sleep. So wait, that thing may have never left your apartment. Yeah, I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> but no, this was the worst. Is I would be in bed for that week and I'd be sleeping. I would just hear gnawing on the pizza box. I didn't go into that kitchen for about a week. You know how I know that. How? So this is where I'm like, when you and I started dating, you definitely didn't have pizza boxes there. But the I was one, 23. Yeah, but the one thing that annoyed me when you were in 201, mm. remember when your sink wasn't working for yeah. like ever and we'd have to wash <laughs> dishes bathtub? bathtub? 23 like, years old. All you have to fucking do is call the landlord and he would fix it. And you're like, no, no, no this is fine. Yeah, it was fine. Oh, I, God. Anyways. So, okay. <laughs> so there's that. Then we believe from the prostitute, we may have got bed, bed bugs. bugs. Oh, oh. Yeah. so you can listen to the podcast called Bed, bed bugs, bugs and, and Beyond. Beyond for that story and for anyone who's uh, in an interracial relationship bed bugs enjoy eating white people not brown people because we slept in the same bed and you got no bites and no. i got all the bites and the the actual uh exterminator said yeah they don't actually don't really like dark skin mm-hmm. so the racist bed bugs racist i'm not the bed bugs racist finally us ethnics have something to look forward to yeah so there was the bed bugs that, again that was six years ago that was during the epidemic yeah. of bed but I, mean, I think it's also like the bed bugs actually prepared us to be like more minimalist in a way yeah. because we had to basically purge our entire apartment mm. right at that point and then like aerate it out and whatnot. And so like me, you, and Sean again, literally just like moved everything into the center of the apartment together. Yeah. And then like you had to do laundry like 82 times. Yeah. Well, they wrote a sign on the door, like a caution tape, like do not, you know, uh, this gas was released at... 1 p.m. Do not come in for six hours. I got home at like 2 p.m. Can you I'm not? like, well, we got to see St. Lucia tonight. We need clothes. So I just came in here and did a bunch of laundry. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I definitely feel kind of weird, but. Now that you're radioactive green. Yeah. So the last one is obviously Frankie the ghost. Oh, yeah. Frankie the friendly ghost. He's a good person. I think we though. talked about him even like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He's just a friendly ghost. Sometimes we hear things go bump in the night, and it's just Frankie. Like, he's sitting over there right now, right? That's right. And he's, is he coming with us to the new house, you of think? Of course he is. He gets a bedroom. I will say, I am happy to know I've been at the house by myself when it's been dark out. Yeah. I haven't seen any other Frankies. That's cool. So I don't know how you're going to be in that basement by yourself. Um, It was all right. <laughs> I, was, I was down there all tonight by myself. Oh, Lord. Okay. okay. Biggest arguments. Ooh. 
So let's start with chronological. Might as well start with Jungle Beats. Okay. So again, Jungle Beats, I could hear him him and his music through the walls. And I remember one day, I don't I can't remember if it was a Friday. I don't think it was. I think it was a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And he was blaring his Jungle Beats music. And it was like 2 in the morning. And usually, like, I would never complain. Like, he would usually shut it off by mm-hmm. midnight. I'm like, okay, whatever. Oh, Lord. But this time, it was you and I there together. And it just kept going and going. <laughs> and I also... I heard him and his girl arguing yeah. earlier, and so you could tell he probably finally won a fight. Mm-hmm. And as an F you to her, he was playing his music super loud, or he lost his fight. He was like, fuck you, yeah. I'm listening to music. And I got to the point where I'm like, I just can't take it anymore. So I go over, I'm like, I knock on the door, I hear the music come down, but nothing happens. Mm-hmm. I knock on the door again, all I, all I hear is his girlfriend go, answer the fucking door. And he... I, so I hear that so I bang on the door this time yeah. be like, this guy's a sub like he's yeah, not gonna take, talk shit to me so he cracks the door a little bit nerdy Jason Spezza and I'm just like hey man can you just like turn the music down he's like yeah 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 I'm like no it's really loud it's late just keep the music down he's like yeah yeah I'm sorry I'm like okay then keep the music down and he did whoa John is so authoritative yeah it's a Jason Spezza jungle beats wow Okay, the next two are basically me. Yeah. So I feel like I've had more run-ins in this building than you have. Um, And so one of them, I'll do Daisy the dog first. Yeah, because I had one little spat (laughs) with her too. Yeah. So Daisy the dog is um, one time our dear friends Matt and Mel who live on the 18th floor. uh, They were away and they asked if I could go pick up their paper. Papers, right, while they were away. And so I was like, yeah, for sure, no problem. So I go up. Hi, I don't look, like, conspicuous no, in any way. There's fucking and homeless people shooting up, shooting in, these up in their stairwells. But yes, me, I'm the one you should watch out for. Yeah. So then I literally go, and much like fucking Catwoman Lady, this woman's dog, dog is, like, roaming the fucking halls, yeah. right? And her door is open, and she's like, what are you doing up here? And yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm picking up my friend's mail, right? Because he's on vacation. And then so... Keep going. Ah, no one heard. You marked me. This is not even a real pencil. Oh, you scratched me. Yeah, it's fake news. So then basically, she's like, what are you doing up here? And I'm like, getting a paper. She's like, you shouldn't be taking their paper. And I'm like, they asked me, <laughs> they to. Asked me to. And then literally, like, salt. And I could hear her grumbling or yeah. rumbling under her breath all the way until I got onto the elevator. And then now, like, she just barely looks at me. But, like, every time I go up there, I'm like, oh, I fucking hate you. But she's the kind of woman who has her dog without a leash in the elevator and stuff. So it's a get to wait 10 seconds. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, come on, Daisy, get in the elevator. So I told this story again a few weeks ago. It was raining outside. She was there. She's like, come on, Daisy, get in the elevator. And I just look at her. I go, I'm taking the stairs. And she's like, what? <laughs> so and I walk away. Good. But then the other thing I hate is, remember, she was also the one they used to put up notices in here to say, like, yeah. please keep your dogs on a leash. Yeah. And then, like, bitch, please. Bitch, please. She literally just would, like, fucking, like, saunter in through with Daisy the fucking dog behind exactly. her. And I'm like, oh, I fucking hate people like you. Yeah. Anyway. What else you got? The neighbor note. Oh, oh these passive-aggressive notes. So, basically, I have never had a passive-aggressive... Well, actually, I have. Yeah. Um, note written to me. <laughs> However... We've gone through, like, a fucking, like, I don't even know, laundry list of neighbors who lived across from us, right? Right. Remember those people got, like, evicted really quickly? Yep. Right? Oh, yeah, they did get evicted. So the first people who lived across from us was a couple, and they had, like, a newborn baby. Yeah. Right? 
And so the husband was always really, really friendly with us. Yeah. Right? He was nice enough. He was a nice enough dude. The wife hated me. She hated me. Okay. And so we used to go over if we were gonna have a party, we would go over it with homemade cupcakes. Totally. And a note. And a note. Just saying like, hey, you know, um, we just want to give you a heads up. We're having a party, and we'll be gone by like eleven thirty to the clubs. Absolutely, clubs. <laughs> yeah, like I said. Um, what you call it? And so basically, we would do this. I thought it was great. The husband was always appreciative of it. Then the next day, after one of our legend epic parties, mm. I come home. That was wrapped up before midnight. So again, we were going to the bars. Absolutely. Come home. Is there not a note? note. A handwritten note. That said, Dear Sam, when Ron was at bed, <laughs> he put his head between a cocktail waitress at that's Jersey Shore. Boing! <laughs> <laughs> but um, basically, the note was basically saying how this woman with her newborn baby couldn't get sleep because whatever, even though the bedroom does not back our area. Oh, well, I think there was another note because remember one time I was in the music room and the baby was crying at six in the morning mm-hmm. i'm like oh i really wish this baby wasn't crying and yeah. they sent another note yeah remember being like we can't control what our baby yeah. does i'm like jesus christ like person. stop writing notes and then yeah. like also like just come talk to us yeah right but i'm also like you're in a fucking apartment you're in an apartment right like they're daisy the fucking dog you're in a, in a parrot you're not in a high-rise condo this is an apartment so like get over it get over so they moved out they didn't last they didn't last um okay so then we have life chapters we're almost on the list yeah well we're already on an hour so we're good to go whenever okay so well we can just go in order yeah so um we've done a lot of life chapters here obviously one being john and i living together sorry is you, one, what is that on the it's TV? a balloon okay it's like there's like an it balloon on the tv <laughs> that's just floating by itself <laughs> i couldn't so, tell if it was like a ghost orb or yeah i guess it's just a balloon floating yeah. on its own Okay, sorry, keep going. Maybe it's a homeless person's birthday. (laughs) So, anyway, so we've done obviously a lot of life chapters here. Um, One of them being like moving in together for the first time, which was after like two years of dating. Yeah. Right? And so, apparently, it was a lifetime eternity to you. Oh, oh boy. It was because I was like, yo, I said, yes, for romantic reasons, let's move in together, but for cost. And I said, s- I'm never getting married in my 20s. Ah. I didn't want to get married in my No, 20s. I said, that's what I said. Yeah, and I said, I don't need to get married. So yeah. who came first? Well, me, because I clearly love you more. You do. You. <laughs> so, I highly love you. <laughs> Where are all these people coming from? Oh, no, keep going. So then um, one of the other life chapters that happened in here, I think I've had two or three jobs while living in this one. Uh, yeah, well, you've had two or three jobs for like 20 promotions, I feel like. No. Which is, um, no I've had promotions and demo. demotions. Oh, man. There, we were a fun game I like to do with you. And you, I, if you guys are fans of the podcast... Just grab any random episode to listen to the previously on. Because last week, <laughs> we were just listening to like the previously on. And one of the previously ons that came on. Said. That came on. And I think it led to you getting uh, let, let go, go from a job. fired. Because in the episode, we were talking about you working at Canadian Tire, I think, as a no, teenager. No, I was talking about The Gap. Working at The Gap as a teenager? Yeah. So you were talking. And then all the previously on is you saying... Something like, oh, I hate where I work. It's the worst. Yeah. But you were talking about the, the gap. gap. 
and but then you literally somehow got let go like a, a week, week later. later. <laughs> so that was one of and the emotions we had to live through. John basically did that. Do you remember what it was when I like I literally I texted you first or I called you to be like something's happening I need you to come home. Yeah. Right? But then because my work was up near where Sean lived at the time, I called Sean to be like Hey, can I come over? Because I was like so mortified at what was happening. And then I just remember sitting in, like I'm pointing at it, but on your leather chair. I remember that's where you were sitting. And then we went to go get Subway. And then I went, yeah, we did get Subway for for lunch. lunch. And then I went to bed. Yeah, but you know what happened for dinner? No. We went to Cali's with Chris and Miranda. And then you got stuck in an elevator. For two hours. The same day you got (laughs) laid off from the job. So that was a demotion. Yes. But then also, like, I, from when we first moved in here, I was a coordinator, and I got promoted to producer. So yeah. I got to be a producer while being in here. And, and now you, you moved into a different team as an even more Yeah, I got another producer. one. And then you've had some great opportunities. Like, yeah, you, there was, like, the six months when you were in between jobs. Five. And, <laughs> five months, 15 days, and, like, six hours. And 12 minutes and three. Yeah. But you, like, it was just, like, a sad chapter, but you... You were tough and you volunteered and you freelanced and you mm-hmm. did all these uh, unbelievable things. So it's like that was a life chapter we got through and now you're in this amazing place mm-hmm. and amazing stuff. So it's just like all these highs and lows of like mm-hmm. obviously just living together, but we experienced them here. Like the day we got laid off, we called my folks and talked to my dad and he kind of gave us some great advice. And just I think he was mm-hmm. the one who said, wake up tomorrow and just like start looking or whatever it was. I like, think I re-signed up for school yeah. to finish my master's. You went, start and going then, to the gym, got yeah. yelled at by old people. Oh, God, that's right. Um, but yes, obviously we've had a successful journey, mm. which afforded us to buy our new six or five house, mm. which is good. Um, another life chapter in here is when we got told about our best friend, one of my best friends. The first little guy. First little guy. But I remember when Brandon showed us the picture in the music the room. The sonogram. The sonogram. And we thought it was an album cover. Yeah, like, what is this? He's like, <laughs> oh, this is going to be your new nephew. Yeah. That was, Jesus, seven years ago? Yeah. Okay, so that was a cool experience. Then next would be we got engaged. So, so. yeah, I, we got engaged and I... Worked day and night on making the engagement video, but I also... So you can go back and listen to the Promposal podcast. Yeah, and that's a whole crazy experience, but mm-hmm. I got to tell my dad one time, he was here and we spent like a couple of days together, and I he's the first person I told that we were getting engaged, and he was just, his reaction was like, I'll definitely never forget that. Aww, because you were hiding the ring all the time. Yeah, actually, sorry, I told your... Sorry, I told Lori first, and then I told... <laughs> only because I'm like, how do I get a ring? Yeah. And then I told... Ferris and Cam, yeah. and then I told my dad, and then I told your folks. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did tell my dad before your folks. Yeah, before I asked their permission. So that was a cool experience. And then the next one would be obviously getting prepping for the wedding. Yeah, I would say which six oh five studios basically became like a um, wedding factory, wedding factory slash arts and crafts haven slash you know uh, concert studio. Um, I will actually say the lead up to the 605 weddings is still possibly one of my favorite timelines because it was just so much fun and vibrant and like unique. And I think even this past weekend, um, yesterday we saw a dear friend of the podcast and super fan Stacy, right? And she was just commenting on how great our wedding experience was. And I'm like, man, now I'm just going to go back and listen to the hashtag 605 wedding episodes one through three for season 18. This whole season's all memories. Yeah, man. 
So that's so the wedding was obviously really cool. Um, and just like such a crazy thing that we've had that here. Cause I didn't think two giant life chapters would happen in one year, especially when so many other things have kind of happened, um, that have not been so great here. But then leading up to the wedding, I was trying to do these chronologically where the bachelor right, oh, and yeah. bachelor parties. Oh, wow. Yeah. So mine, I remember leaving you and sitting in this exact same position yeah. in the 605 studio being like, I'm going to my bachelor party. I don't want to talk about this. But then it's I was like, can you come back so you can go listen to whatever episode yeah, that know, was. Too but your bachelor party. Oh, boy. So I went out and then you can listen to that episode again. Um, I can't remember what that episode it's was called. called the bachelor bachelorette. Oh, okay, amazing. Um, <laughs> Very <laughs> creative. <laughs> what the that fuck? That guy, I know. Um, so I went out with Tesla that night. It was also the same night my mom and I got her dress for the wedding. Mm. Tesla, me, and MC went out. And we stayed out until probably like 2. Mm. I also didn't have my teeth in my mouth when I came <laughs> yeah. home. I was in bed, and I hadn't really heard from you in about an hour yeah. at this point. So I'm like, I'm going to go to bed and see what's up. All of a sudden, <laughs> I hear the door opening, and oh. not John, oh, not I one voice, not two, two but three, three vo- voices. drunk voices coming through, barging through the door. Yeah. And I'm like, I gotta put my teeth on. In, yeah. Right? <laughs> then it was like, Sean, you, and Chris yeah. coming in, and like, literally, I think we stayed up till like four or five in the yeah, morning that Chris day. Chris got spooned by Sean that time. Yeah. <laughs> So that was such an amazing day. Go back and listen to that podcast because it was like probably like story for story. One of the funniest Mm. like John and Val moments. Yeah. Um, And then the last one, which I think is kind of like the final memory, which brings us to like last week's podcast is really, um, you know, going to sleep on a Tuesday night and going on the Zucasa app in bed and finding our new 605 house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To look at. Which is crazy. And now this is our last Sunday ever in this apartment. I know, which is crazy because I think even like Sean and Tesla were here earlier this week and Tesla's like, holy shit, this is probably my last time in your apartment. End of an era. End of an era. And I think like I ran into our friend Sal on the mm. street going to work and then told him we were moving and even he got like emotional he's like i can't believe you guys are moving he's I like know. i feel like you know your place is like and like it's like an era of our lives or it's like one of those things where just like so many people have had so many memories and mm-hmm. like partied here so like matt and mel we ran into yeah. and like i can't believe you guys are leaving next week um but it will be interesting i think like once we finally close the door like November 30th here is yeah. a little bit sad. Super um, sad. I'm definitely going to miss this place. Yeah. For all those memories that we just listed. Like, we just spent mm-hmm. all these formative years here, and you grow up, and you meet friends, you lose friends, you make friends, you make lose pasta, <laughs> you lose <laughs> teeth. Pasta. You lose teeth. You lose teeth, you gain bed bugs, lose bed bugs. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it's just like, uh, and now the great thing is, too, we have over 200 episodes of podcasts to listen to mm-hmm. about this place so mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy and it definitely became part of our our identity was mm-hmm. was the podcast in this apartment so absolutely but to say that obviously this is not the end of 605 no. this is just 605 version 2.0 and next week when we moved out officially mm-hmm. we'll give the address out <laughs> Maybe I'll wait till we're Maybe actually wait. Maybe officially, wait till we're officially. Yeah. Um, but I will say, 
next week um because we still have more house shenanigans to talk about in the new place version 2.0 um season 18 is just like no short of stories so we have this is episode 10 oh this works out perfectly next week we'll talk about the move mm-hmm. and then the next one after that's the season finale it's going to be best of 2019 so we'll hey. talk about all the best i've already started making my list of favorite albums and movies and tv shows so i have not <laughs> well you still got a few weeks but do you want to end this shit yeah and do you want to do the band of the week you do it do you want to do new tame impala yeah so I'm super excited because he finally announced that the new Tame Impala album comes out in February. It's called Boom. The Slow Rush. And I am obsessed with all things Tame Impala, so I obviously am in love with his brand new song. It's called It Might Be Time. And Sean made a good point that it does have super tramp-esque keyboards. Ooh. So without further ado, let's get into this bullshit. This is It Might Be Time from the album Slow Rush by Tame Impala. So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com and instagram.com slash live at 605 for the best shit on the internet. And then follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I'm Val Gomez 23 on Insta and Twitter. So the final time for the final time at Club 605 Wayne, Studios, Wayne. I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Let's go move. Where did the Ippolin go? Ah! Yeah.
John Mallon. And Val Gomez.